Here's a controversial thought. Is email still relevant today? It's been with us for almost 40 years, and whilst the technology has improved, the essence remains the same, and we seem to receive more of them than ever. So, if you ever feel like you're being bogged down in email, then worry no more, and keep listening as I help you deal with your inbox. We all know the email of the species is more deadlier than the male. Hi, I'm Julian, and welcome to another episode from Productivity Matters. This show is all about getting the best out of your day through the better use of productivity tools and discussing the various methods you can use to incorporate into your daily routines. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you've listened before, then welcome back. Electrical transmission of messages is nothing new. They've been happening since the 19th century, when there was the telegraph. In 1933, we have the introduction of the teleprinter, and in 1971, the very first email, as we know it, was used as a way to transmit messages directly from one computer to another on the ARPANET. The ARPANET was created in the United States to make it easier for people in the military to access computers and to have a more efficient and effective communication method. Now, over the years, there have been many different standards of transmission of email, but the basis has been the same and the at symbol was created as a way to separate the names of the user and their domain. Put simply, you use a computer program to write a message, and via the magic of the internet and various protocols, the background code, the message is delivered to the recipient, assuming that the address has been entered correctly, of course. Everyone has to have their own dedicated and unique email address, It's like your real-world address. Get a digit wrong, and the letter could end up in somebody else's letterbox or mailbox. There are hundreds of email providers, the most well-known of which are probably Gmail, Hotmail, Outlook, and Yahoo. Okay, so that was the patronising part about what email is, like you really need to be told. It's so ubiquitous and natural, we don't really give it much thought anymore. But we should. They seem to take up large amounts of time. And with so many different messaging and collaboration services, such as Teams or Slack, what is so special about email? Why do we still keep using email? Well, there are many reasons. Uh, Marketing is a big one. You know, those emails you signed up for when you bought something, or you signed up to get an initial discount, and now you're forever on the list. Email is a quick way to send a message to hundreds and thousands of people simultaneously. In some cases, the email might be the same, but technology nowadays means that each email could be tailored specifically to the recipient based on past history, therefore increasing the chances that it will generate a response and, more importantly, a new sale. We use email to update our colleagues. Uh, With the advent of services like Teams or Slack, we still send email, Maybe we like the um, accountability, the auditability, if that's even a word. You know what I mean. We can track an email. Sometimes we receive a notification it's been read. We can also copy it to other people for their reference. Some people do that to cover their backsides, proof that they did something. Personally, I don't like that. We also use email to send important documentation. So a a message can be quick and simple. An email can contain attachments, photos, documents, you know, all sorts of things. And again, with the onset of online collaboration services such as Google Drive and Microsoft 365, is it really still necessary? We can share documents online. Of course, when we buy something, 
we can receive order confirmations. And uh, in fact, even bricks and mortar stores these days now ask if you want an email receipt, which only works if they get your email address correct. And that's a couple of times happened to me where they haven't. So I never got the receipt. You can share information with friends and family for meeting up or for holiday info to share flight times and stuff like that. And finally, for e-tickets, if you're going to a gig or if you're going to the theatre, uh, for travel even, for flight vouchers, you can still receive those by email now uh, rather than being sent in the post. What I do really object to is being charged to print a ticket at home. Why, if I've got to pay for the print and the ink and the what have you, the paper. Anyway, the problem is email isn't going to go away anytime soon. And the more we receive, the more we feel bogged down. So what can you do to help manage the influx of these infernal messages? So coming up, here are a few methods which combined together will help you reduce the number of emails that you have in your inbox. First of all, we have the one week rule. Go to your inbox. That's the default place where your emails are delivered. Select every single message that's older than one week or two weeks or one month is entirely up to you. You choose the time period. Most email providers will allow you to set the time you want. Now, delete them. Yes, that's it. Don't read them. Delete them. If it was that important, the sender would have probably already been in touch with you or you would have already taken some action on them. Bear in mind, when you delete emails, they go into a trash folder or the bin, so they're not gone. And if you feel bad about it, then you can usually retrieve them up to 30 days before they are totally wiped. So now you've deleted all the old stuff, you can feel a bit more liberated. Your inbox is now hopefully a fraction of the size that it was a few moments ago. And keeping low numbers of messages in your inbox is the first step to managing email overload. Step two is to create folders and make your email app work for you. If you haven't already set them up, you can do this uh, within the settings, create folders for emails based on the sender of the subject or based on the subject itself and create a rule that automatically places emails into that folder whenever they arrive. Gmail does this very well. You can create rules based on the sender, the subject or the combination of the two. For example, you could only put emails from John Smith that contain the word invoice into a folder and everything else will stay in your inbox. When an email arrives that matches that rule, it'll go to the folder and uh, it won't be there for you to, to see in your inbox. Now, it means your inbox will remain uncluttered and you can manage your folders later. We'll come on to that. You can set up as many folders as you like. So this is all good. You've reduced the number of emails. You've set up an automatic management. Now you need to schedule some time to deal with them. Now, I've talked before about not being distracted from your day-to-day -day business turn off notifications, don't watch the TV, keep people at bay, and you can take time to um, do what needs to be done. Now it's time to take stock of your emails. Block time in your diary if you can. Make it a routine. If there's nothing there, you can just carry on as normal. Maybe you can schedule more than one period a day to go through them. Maybe at 11 o'clock in the morning, uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 5 o'clock. These times are the specific times to go through your emails and act on them. If an email needs an urgent response, either do it straight away or if it needs more attention and more thought, then schedule some time to do it later. Add it directly to your task list. 
I would argue that emails are not time critical. We have instant messaging today, Slack, WhatsApp, Teams, all of those services that could be treated as more urgent than email. You get those notifications instantly. Of course, you may get a message from someone saying, I've just sent you an email, could you have a look please? And obviously you need to deal with that in any way you see fit. Now, it's 5pm and before you finish for the day, we're going to check the emails. It's quite a straightforward process. You simply need to make a decision. Is it urgent? Does it require a response? If so, do it straight away. But if you need to consider the response, then put some more time aside, add it to your task list to deal with it later. Some apps integrate beautifully with email providers and you can link the email directly. I do that with Sparkmail and Todoist. So I can open the email directly from within Todoist when it's time to take action. Remember, the time that you put aside for emails is about dealing with your inbox, not spending time responding. Now, earlier on, I mentioned the marketing emails you receive, as well as other unimportant and unsolicited messages. Now, if you have no intention of buying anything else from this company, or you're fed up with these messages, simple, unsubscribe. You can unsubscribe quite easily from all mailing lists where you no longer need or want to receive them. Usually it's a link in the footer of the email. Uh, it's usually called unsubscribe, surprisingly. I do this at least twice a year. It's so cathartic. You'd be surprised by how quickly your inbox reduces by not receiving these messages anymore. Right, let's see where we are up to. So... Uh, you've deleted all unopened emails that are at least a week or more old. You've created folders and rules so that your emails are being handled automatically. You've added emails to your task manager for dealing with later. And you've unsubscribed from mailing lists you no longer want to receive. That means that everything you have left in your inbox is no longer required. You know what I'm going to say next, don't you? Delete them. Yeah, really. You now have an empty inbox, otherwise known as Inbox Zero. It's a great feeling to see there is nothing left. And I can hear the gasps now, but don't worry. As I mentioned earlier, deleted emails go into a trash or bin folder, so they're not gone yet. If you really feel you can't cope with deleting them, then you can retrieve them for up to 30 days usually. Then after that, they're gone. Managing emails is key to keeping on top of the masses amount of information that we receive, and most of it is innocuous, surplus to requirements, taking up valuable time. Rubbish. So, remember, set up folders and apply rules to automatically move your emails when they arrive. Set aside specific time to deal with emails, and this is also the time to move emails to dedicated folders if you haven't already set them up unsubscribe from mailing lists you no longer need or want and delete emails that are older than a week or two or more without reading them just delete them if there's anything left in your inbox delete them now i have worked at this for quite a while it's a process that really works for me and it frees up the rest of my time to getting everything else done it really is productivity 101 
That's all for this episode. Hopefully you found something interesting. And if you have any comments, then I'd love to hear from you. Just message me via the link in the show notes. Please don't forget to subscribe where you normally listen to your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, please remember, productivity matters. 